From Forward, Montana, this is What the Helena. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of What the Helena. We are coming to you today with this update because we are witnessing what's shaping up to be a constitutional crisis. If you, like us, follow the news obsessively, you've probably seen a lot of headlines over the past few days with words like subpoena, judicial nominations, and, like any good political scandal, emails. At the root of all of this is a very concerning attempt to chip away at the nonpartisan power of the judiciary. I am here with Representative Lori Bishop, who has agreed to help us all understand what the heck is going on in Helena and why it's so concerning. Representative Bishop, thank you so much for joining us for this super special edition of What the Helena. Yeah, hi Um, Izzy, thanks for having me. Of course. We are here today because we have been hearing a lot about the judicial system and some things going on at the legislature, and we would love for you to help us understand what is going on. Absolutely. I am happy to do that. It has definitely been a crazy week. Uh, We found ourselves in a bit of a constitutional crisis. But I think before we jump into that, would it be helpful if I just kind of give a nice brief overview of what's been happening around the judiciary in Montana during this session and what that means? Absolutely. Love that. Great. Well, let's start with that. So I think just as a real basic primer, we know that Montana, just like the federal government, has three branches of government. We have our executive branch, which is basically the governor and his administration. We have the legislature and we have the judiciary. We have the courts that that really help to be that that third branch. Um, These branches each have some measure of oversight over one another. And that's where we think of that common idea of checks and balances. And so the legislature writes and passes laws, the governor gets those laws and can sign them or veto them and reject them. Um, But if the governor signs a bill into law that's unconstitutional, the judiciary becomes there, that's when that third branch kicks in and they can overturn an unconstitutional law. So that's why it's really important for us to to recognize their role and also then recognize that the executive branch and the legislature are partisan, but our judiciary is not. And that's that's really, I think, in the best interest of all Montanans and in the best interest of them playing that important third role. So they're meant to interpret, to uphold, or to defend the Constitution, and they're not supposed to have a political agenda. So that's, you know, that's a part of what's difficult, I think, right now, what we're watching the Montana Republicans have to face is that when they're trying to push push unconstitutional legislation in the past, that has hit the wall of the judiciary whose role it is to hold that line and keep make sure that things are constitutional. Totally. So talking about this kind of legislation being pushed in the past, um, what is different about this session? Why is this one so unique? So there's a couple of things. I think, you know, first, let's just recognize that this session, both the executive branch and the legislative branch are all operating under one party. So if they're working together to really conceive of and to pass legislation, and it happens to be unconstitutional, um, that's where it becomes really critical that it goes in front of the judiciary. And we've never seen this 
full on assault on our courts. We're really seeing um, an attempt to weaken that check imbalances. Um, and so we've seen various pieces come forward. And wh- what I want to help people understand is just if we take all the muddy water of what we do at the le- in the legislature away from it, this is a direct impact on the issues that Montanans care about. So it's going after voting rights. It's going after reproductive health care. It's thinking about protecting, you know, the environment and conservation, you name it, those topics are all under the umbrella of what we're going to talk about. So they've taken, brought in a multitude of bills that are aimed at the judiciary and, and really attempting to politicize the judiciary. So we've seen a bill to make our elections partisan for the judicial branch, um, partisan allow for partisan endorsements of of the of the people who are running to be judges, um, and that's both at the district and the Supreme Court level. We've also seen an attempt to gerrymander the Supreme Court districts, um, and this piece that we're going to talk about as well is an attempt to allow the governor to have unilateral power to appoint judges to vacancies. So I'll just give a quick overview of Senate Bill 140, which is going to be at the heart of what we're going to talk about. Senate Bill 140 takes a judicial nominating commission that was established to have to have a commission that would provide a list to the governor to make appointments during when there's a vacancy is very specifically in our state constitution. And for those who don't know, our constitution was totally redone in the early 70s. So we're not looking way back into the 1800s. This is pretty recent history. And they specifically said when those vacancies happen, we recognize the governor is going to need to appoint, but we want there to be a, a a stop between the governor and the appointments that they make. And there should be a third party commission or committee of some kind that does the initial vetting and presents a list to the governor. And this said, nope, we don't need them. The governor can generate his own list and make his own appointments and come up with his own ideas. And that's what's at stake. Wow. Well, that sounds like bad news. Um, So what exactly is happening now? So Senate Bill 140 became a law, uh, and almost as quickly as that happened, um, it was it found itself in the courts. And over the weekend, we saw things coming to a head where the Republican attorney general representing the legislative Republicans refused to abide by an order from the Montana Supreme Court blocking a subpoena related to that case before the court around SB 140. Um, And so there's this sort of fight that's happening right now around who can see what and understand what in order to to really, as this case moves forward, who can intervene and what can they um, what can they have access to in that intervention? So what the Republicans did this week is they have now formed a select committee to investigate the judiciary in an effort to just basically sow distrust in the court system. And this is going to make it easier for them, they think, to take control of what really should be an independent an independent branch of government. So 
you know, we're looking at this and we're saying, hey, hold on a minute here. Article two of the Montana Constitution, um, it's that is what is at stake. And that's where we see that it grants a clean and healthful environment, that it guarantees individual dignity and privacy and suffrage. And these are the issues that we're worried about them really eroding um, with this move. So if we can't hold our judiciary strong as it is, um, it really has uh, grave impact. So, so we're we're doing everything in our power to push back and and getting. You know, I think you're doing good work of making sure people know about this, and that's why we want it to be heard across the state. Um, we just can't afford to let this happen. Absolutely. I'm really curious about this subcommittee, um, and I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit to what the goals of that committee investigation are um, and what that process looks like. So this is new to us. It just got sprung on us today, and um, so we haven't had a chance to really hear more or learn more. Um, We certainly have that question, too. But what we do see is um, we think this is really just aimed at sowing that distrust in the courts, um, distracting from the otherwise power grab that we're, we see being attempted here. Um, we're worried that um, this is just a way for them to really say, don't look over here at what we're trying to do that's unconstitutional. Look over here. We'd like to confuse you with all these matters that will make you start to wonder and make it seem like it's very confusing and maybe we're right. And just trying to, um, we think, just to really muddy the waters, create a big haze, and have have the voters looking away from the real issues at hand. Totally. So other than not looking away, um, like what happens next? As Montanans, what should we be doing? Is there a way we should be engaged? Is it more of a waiting and watching sort of situation? What do you think? Yeah, I think just this, right? Like we should be stopping for a minute, speaking with one another in public, in private, um, talking about what's happening, making sure that all Montanans understand what's happening and what's at stake. I think it's important to communicate with legislators right now while they're still here in Helena and these decisions and, and next steps are still being taken and sometimes trying to use public dollars to fight what is really looking more and more like a partisan fight. Um, We want to make sure that people are paying attention and letting their legislators know that that's not how they want to see their resources and time used and that they're watching. Um, And so that can come through direct contacts to legislators. It can come through letters to the editor. Um, It could come through getting the word out on social media, pointing to the commission so that people are tuning in and paying attention to what's happening in their state government. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, I think I have a much clearer understanding of what's going on now. So hopefully our listeners will feel the same. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? Just thank you. I mean, this has definitely been uh, a sneaker of a topic, I think, amongst all the other things that we've been dealing with this session until we started to just see the just never ending (laughs) attacks and attempts to really fundamentally change our judiciary, which we understand is going to be critical to really protecting Montana. Um, We didn't understand. So I'm glad to help get the word out. And I really appreciate you making some space for that. Absolutely. Likewise. 
Thanks so, so much to Representative Bishop for taking the time to walk us all through this unprecedented weirdness. I hope that you, like me, came away with a better understanding of what's at stake here, and we will keep you updated on what happens next. Talk to you Sunday. You can subscribe to What the Helena on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.